Welcome into Filthy, a Philadelphia Eagles podcast. I'm your host, Brad Wakai, alongside my co-host, Tyson Gentry. Tyson, today, 53-man roster, cutdowns all across the league, and the Eagles have their 53-man roster. Now, everybody wants us to say, or everybody wants the NFL to say, you know, the current roster, right? Because I guess additions, you know, you can trade, things like that, as the Eagles did today. But Tyson, we'll be going through who's left on this roster as it's been cut down to 53 Talk about the most notable cuts, because I think there weren't as many surprises as people thought, but there were a couple that stood out to us. They traded for a tight end as well, bringing their total up to four, which we'll get into, and then obviously give our thoughts on the current roster before we close this baby out. But listen, man, the 53-man roster, uh, it's official. We we are here. It it is football season. I can't wait until we put this out, and then three hours from now, they sign a punter and have to cut somebody, and all of a sudden, (laughs) all the Eli Ricks sprays we give doesn't count. Yeah, and that's kind of the situation, right? So the Eagles, and if you're watching this, you're probably a big Eagles fan. They don't have a punter because they cut Sipos. Uh, so one somebody else is probably going to be cut from this roster as they make room for a punter eventually. Or maybe Tyson, Jake Elliott's just that talented. We don't know. <laughs> I think uh, we'll get into it when we get to the punter. Actually, let's start at punter. Screw it. That's, sure. that's, the, that's the easy one here. Obviously, you mentioned they cut Aaron Sipos. Um who Eagles fans had a love-hate relationship with. You didn't like him so much, and then Brett Kern came in, and all of a sudden you love Sipos, and uh, then he came back. We know how that ended. But to me, like Moro Ojomo, the defensive lineman they took out of Texas, I think he's going to be a phantom injury guy because he makes the initial 53, and it seems like, Brad, every year at this time of the year, somebody pops up with basically an injury that um, – might may or may not be real. Let's put it that way. And they get a red shirt season. I think with the talent that they have at edge rusher, he's a pretty prime candidate. And then they don't have to cut anybody. But outside of that, I mean, we're looking at this thing. They got seven corners. They got a million uh, defensive linemen. There's there's spots to take from. It's just to me, I th- it'd be a more howie move to be like, you know what, like you're on pup this year, but you uh, just tell them you hurt your back. Yeah, absolutely. And, and as you mentioned, so let's go through who's left out of the position groups. Three quarterbacks were kept. Marcus Mariota is still on the roster. Tanner McKee, who had a great summer in the early preseason, he's still on the roster as well. So three quarterbacks in that room. Four running backs, Kenny Gainwell, DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, Boston Scott, all make it. There are some rumors that maybe Penny would be cut, but he is on the 53. I'm so man. glad. Me too. I'm so glad. Four receivers. And so we'll get into that when we talk about the current roster. But right now, four receivers so far. There are four tight ends as well. And like you mentioned, nine offensive linemen that were kept. Last year, there were 10. So they cut it down by one. They kind of have a group that they really like here. Defensive tackle or interior defensive line, there are seven. Is there some room there that maybe gets cut from? Edge rusher, six. I don't expect that that to be um cut down much i mean maybe if Derek barnett gets traded if they want to upgrade somewhere else maybe linebacker who knows because there are only three linebackers on the 53-man roster and the kobe dean zach cunningham who we talked about last episode and christian ellis seven cornerbacks but like tyson highlighted potentially somebody gets snipped from there as we get closer to it and then four safeties that are on the roster so a uh, two specialists jake elliott and long snapper rick lovato as they look for a punter as well. And so any surprises just from the, the groups there before we move in the most notables? What do you feel in your heart of hearts about Kayvon Wallace getting cut? I feel that Sidney Brown is an absolute star and they know it. 
That's why I, I feel very grateful that I don't have to pretend to root for Kayvon Wallace anymore. Because <laughs> when he got drafted, it was like, oh, this is the new Dawkins. The way he's posting all over the internet, he's saying he's going to do this, that, and the third. And his most famous moment was getting chokeslammed by Trent Williams in a game that like he got to be in. He wasn't he wasn't necessary to be uh, playing there. And it sucks taking a safety in the fourth. There was a couple guys today that got cut that you know you've invested decent draft capital in, but when you have hits other places and you're able to build roster on you know, bought bargain bin deals, I guess is what you'd call it. Like when you talk about street and those guys. So Wallace was a pretty big shock to me, but like there's smoke. Justin Evans might be the starting safety uh, week one, him and Reed, or it's going to be uh, Edmonds and Reed, or it'll be Reed and Sidney Brown. But we know one thing that's Reed Blankenship to start at safety. And I'm kind of glad to see him not carry five. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. Talking about most notable I, to me, when I saw like the name get, get, come or come across you know when it was uh Kayvon Wallace got cut like I said first thing that popped in my head okay they really like Sidney Brown like because Terrell Edmonds you know I think there's going to be a rotation at that spot opposite of Reed Blankenship just because he's been so great like what does Justin Evans do do they rotate Edmonds in for certain situations Sidney Brown probably going to start out as a career special teamer before maybe a couple years when he figures out the position at the NFL level but yeah, I mean, Kayvon Wallace, it just didn't quite work in the Eagles system, right? That's that's ultimately what it was. It just didn't quite find a home. Now, maybe it would change with a new defensive coordinator coming in, but ultimately, you know, the front office there and the coaching staff, they're there every day. Like, they see him and they're just like, well, we already took another safety in this past draft. We think he might be better. So we're going to move on from Kayvon Wallace. But some other notables that, that were cut for you, Tyson. Um, well, obviously, the the one that everyone was talking about uh, when it happened was Trey Sermon uh, getting cut from the running back room. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about that. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't wish ill will towards Trey Sermon or anything, right. but um, this dude's probably going to clear waivers. And so if they want to put him back on the P-Squad, they can. But, I mean, it's been brutal trying to, like, talk yourself into any Trey Sermon love uh, during preseason games, at least. And then, you know, everybody knows the uh, – situation that he found himself in in san francisco so it's not all that surprising that he just kind of turned out to be a dud but that makes i mean we are an eagles pod right now but i mean the niners drafted trey sermon and Tyrion davis price back-to-back third rounds so cutting a fourth round safety or trading a uh, six for a seventh and a tight end makes how he look pretty good and i think another one that's interesting and i i mean there were rumors like because he's on a rookie deal sermon that maybe they move on from Penny. I just when you watch Sermon in the preseason, he didn't do anything that showed that he could be a bell cow guy or that he could fill in at any point. Fuck a bell cow, if it dude. Happened. He didn't look like he could. He didn't look like he deserved to be on the field. Yeah, it was, it was brutal. So yeah, I mean that uh, that didn't shock me. I mean I would have been more shocked if they kept him. And so four running backs here for the Eagles. I was shocked that they released Devin Allen. To be completely honest with you, I mean, I, I, we talked at him last week. They, he showed flashes, or he had that one pop run on the kick return in the final preseason game. The dude has legit track speed, like he's an Olympian. I'm just surprised that they don't view him more valuable, or at least a returning position, a more valuable type of role. And they just put somebody back there who mainly catches the ball and doesn't flip the field. And so I thought maybe they would have kind of learned from that by having a speedster back there, but ultimately they decided to, to let go of Devin Allen. And they showed Britton covered the door today. Um, 
chances are pretty good that he's going to be back. And with the way the NFL works now uh, and the way the rosters are kind of constructed, like Dan Campbell even said it the other day, he's like, I look at this more like a, like a 79 man roster or whatever it comes out to, or 69 man roster than a 53. Uh, so I expect Covey to be back on the practice. I don't think that guy's getting claimed by anybody that I probably I not. See it. Um, but either him or Devin Allen, I'm, I'm sure we'll be back on the practice squad. Also uh, maybe not notable for the right reasons, but I mean, Greg, seeing Greg Ward get cut every offseason oh. stinks, dude. I mean, he's always back, and we know he's coming back. But it's like, God damn it. What if anybody else wants Greg Ward? That's ours. It's just like a little bit of a little Philly legend, too. You know what I mean? Like during when everybody was so dead in that one season, it was Greg Ward who stepped up and delivered. And he came in. I mean, we're going to get on a Greg Ward tangent if we're not careful. But one of the <laughs> most electric college football players of all time. So – he comes here, changes position. He's all good with me forever. Nicholas Morrow, linebacker, getting cut. Now, I think that surprised some people. Now, we said it, too, on our last episode. We like Zach Cunningham. We thought he was a good player, obviously, for the Titans. And this was a cap casualty. We still think he can play. And it, it seemed throughout camp and throughout the preseason that he was actually playing into a starting role here opposite in the Kobe Dean. And so, ultimately, there was going to be some sort of of casualty because of that but i was surprised that nick morrow got cut i'm not gonna lie to you tyson honestly there are guys uh that play linebacker on other teams right now that got uh shipped out today that got cut that would uh that would have made the eagles practices a lot more competitive and i'm sure honestly could probably make this roster because you alluded to it carrying three linebackers is pretty light especially like Okay, we know what Cunningham can do. We've seen him play in the NFL. Uh, we've seen him play really well, actually, in the NFL, but we've never seen Nicobe Dean play meaningful snaps. We've never seen Christian Ellis play meaningful snaps. Christian Ellis pops off the film at training camp and all that stuff. It's awesome. Doesn't really count. Like, it counts towards making the roster. Don't get me wrong. That's It's awesome to see improvement. Until you do it, uh, you know, between the lines on a Sunday that matters, it's, it's hard to get, like, too excited, especially, like, this group is – on paper right now, this is the worst linebacking group they've had in a minute, and they've had some bum, bum linebacking cores. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons with three on the roster, I'm a little concerned. So we'll see who they bring in. I don't know if they really necessarily can. Like, are you going to have a high-end player that's just sitting on the backside of the practice squad? Is the that side, a target that they're looking for? I'm not the sure. The flip side of that is that maybe N'Kobe Dean is better than we've been told by media. Maybe well, the I team be shocked feels, by that. You yeah. know? Like he's, he was a slander. great player in Georgia. Like. Oh, he's little and his tore his peck and all that. That's yeah, that sounds right. Like all that stuff is true. He was also the leader of the best college defense we've ever seen. So I, I'm excited. I mean, he's playing behind the best defensive line of football. He's he's gonna be okay. Yeah, that's that's the thing too. I, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll figure it out. He's a super talented guy. It's not like we're talking about a seventh rounder here. You know, <laughs> like the guy was if it wasn't for a torn peck, he's in the first round of the NFL draft. And yeah. the Eagles don't get their hands on him. So I mean Anybody else notable here for you that jumped out off the page? I know there are a lot of cuts. We're not going to go through every single one of them. You know, a lot of it's just you bring people in for camp. You want bodies. Are we doing most notable guys to make the roster? Or can I throw one in here? We'll do, we'll do thoughts on current roster. At okay. The end. We'll, we'll save it then. Okay. So let's get, let's move into Albert L because that was a trade that came through here, Tyson. And you have some thoughts on that. Uh, mainly your praise in terms of team building, roster building and moves from Howie Roseman. But they they bring in another tight end, so their room's up to four now. And um, I think it's a pretty talented guy that's coming in as well. 
Yeah, I mean, Alberto's going to make the roster. Like, <laughs> you trade for him today, he's he's going to make the roster no matter what happens in the coming weeks here. But I, I don't know necessarily how much of it is praise for Howie. Like, it's good business to, you know, trade a, was it a sixth uh, for Alberto and a seventh? Yep. Yeah, so, like, I like that. But the the flip side of it is we all kind of really wanted to see Tyree Jackson succeed, right? I mean, this is a guy who never plays tight end, and then we hear all this smoke. He's finally going to get a shot. As soon as he plays, he's out for the year. Or broke his back or whatever. Tyree Jackson, the reason we liked him is because he was a huge athletic freak that we thought was going to learn to play the tight end position in the NFL. So what are they, they wave Tyree Jackson. People are a little bit upset. So how he goes out and gets Albert O, who's a little bit shorter. He's two inches shorter. He's only 6'5". Right, he's a giant. He's six <laughs> five, two fifty. He runs a four five forty. Look, I understand that last year he was nothing after all offseason, kind of being lauded as the next guy uh, in Denver. It wasn't a whole lot of good going on in that Denver offense last year. And Alberto didn't look good when he was on the field. He didn't look like he knew the plays or anything like that. But if you're telling me that it just takes moving back thirty two picks in the NFL draft to upgrade from Tyree Jackson to a Similar age guy, similar build, who has experience playing, you know, on Sundays. I'm all for that. I think it's a great move too. And when we look at the current roster as it, as it stands with the tight ends, Dallas Goddard, Jack Stoll, Grant Calcaterra, now Albert O. And so, I think one of those guys is going to get cut, and we can, we'll talk about a little bit more of that on current. But I mean, I think you're right. Albert's going to make this team, and I don't even I don't even know if I can pronounce his last name. Can you O O Quagbunam or Quagbunam, I think it is. I think it's, yeah, I don't know, man. Albert, Albert something. But, um, like, if you go to Mock Draftables, which is a website I love during draft season, his uh, number one comparison, the player he matches the most up to uh, athleticism-wise and then body build is Travis Kelsey. Whereas if you go to Tyree Jackson and you do it and you just go athletes because he's in here as a quarterback, which isn't exactly fair, <laughs> uh, it's Joe Tyron, or Tryon, excuse me, the defensive end, and then it's Felipe Franks. And those were, you know, like one name on that list has done really well. But if you scroll through, it's a bunch of guys that like Charlie Kohler. No, thanks. Cole Kelly. No, like you have to go down the list of ways to find somebody exceptional. And then it's Josh Allen. who doesn't match anything anyways. <laughs> Let's get into the current roster then just to kind of wrap everything up here as we talk through the cuts, anybody that was notable and obviously the trade here as we think there's going to be another roster spot acquired here for Albert O. Who was the notable that made the roster that you want to talk about? I thought Mario Goodrich making the roster at corner was unexpected for me. Um, I like I talked myself into like I knew Josh Joe was going to make the roster because how he might draft a lot of Georgia guys these days. Their new strategy <laughs> is just signing UDFA Alabama defensive backs. There's two of them now uh, with Ricks and Josh Joe, but I thought Goodrich making the roster. It's not like he made the roster over somebody I, you know, thought deserved another spot, but um, to make the leap from P squad to active roster in a year and like, that's all really good. And the other part about Goodrich making the roster is he's got a little different build <laughs> than a lot of other people in that room. And that's the same thing with Joe, but honestly, Rick's a little bit like they're slight for sure, but um, arm length and things like that, they're, they're a little different than your James Bradbury's. I wonder if that goes to something, too, with the Avante Maddox injury history. You want to keep as many corners on that as possible just in case somebody, one of these guys gets banged up. Now, obviously, Slay's getting a little older. If he goes down, I mean, well, the secondary is going to be – it's going to be it's going to be tough, <laughs> to put it lightly. Well, that's good. Goodrich can play in the slot, too, and, like, that's – oh, that's fine. But, um, 
who did you have that was interesting? Because I was about to go into a tangent. It's probably inappropriate. No, I, I just nobody really interesting that stands out. Like a lot of these guys that made the roster, I'm not shocked about. To me, the one that stood out the most was the four receivers thing. Yeah, that's and, wild. You know, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez, obviously, and then the offseason signing Ola Made Zacchaeus, who I actually think is gonna be awesome for the Eagles this year. But to go into the season with four is just surprising because if AJ Brown gets banged up, you have three, like then you're really gonna need Greg Ward to come in on the practice squad. So I'm I'm wondering if there are some other angles here, if if there's some other ideas on how they want to expand the receiver roster, if there's any place else, whether it's the defensive line whether it is in the secondary where they can go and, and bring in more receivers. And maybe Brian Johnson wants to run like Dallas Goddard out the big slot and have Jack Stoll's blocking available on the field, um, which like is not necessarily a bad plan. I mean, that's why Stoll is on the team is because he's a fantastic blocker for a tight end. Grant Calcaterra is more of your uh, kind of vertical threat tight end. He wants to spread the field a little bit and he's nice with the ball in his hands, but uh, I think that's what they're, thinking right now i mean that's the only thing that pops in my head with only four like you're gonna put dallas out there and let them rip up uh five seven five eight corner yeah i can see that as well then you can go five wide with those options and if you want to put in albert owen on the line as well and be a sixth option that that could be a possibility as well other than that tyson like here's my thoughts overall as we as we wrap this up and i'll kind of keep it similar to what it was last week when we didn't really know who was going to make the roster my concern is the linebacker position still. Now, I, I think that Kobe Dean's actually way better than people expected. I love that Zach Cunningham made this roster. I think that's an upgrade for the linebacking position from when we last spoke on this podcast. But going in with three, with really two unproven guys in Dean and Ellis, and then you have a veteran in Cunningham who was a casualty of a cut before, that makes me a little nervous. It, it really does. Now, probably you're going to be running two linebackers because of how many cornerbacks they're running with the nickel and just how many offenses are going to have multiple receivers on the field. But still, it's just one of those things I look at it and I'm like, okay, I can circle that and be like, this is where there's a glaring weakness. Yeah. And like, not really talking, like if anybody's going to do it, it'd be Nolan Smith uh, to jump from defensive end or defensive line to linebacker just because like BG's not doing it. <laughs> Josh Sweat's not doing it. We've seen how Hassan Reddick plays in that role. Um, my final thoughts here, Brad, the Eagles are juiced. Like we're lucky to be sitting here talking about uh linebacker, not having a punter, only carrying four receivers when two of them are all world. Like it's, <laughs> we're lucky. Um, those positions are concerned. I mean, they didn't lose the Super Bowl because of a bad punt, but it sure didn't help, right? Um, and this is a a unit in special teams that's been their weakest uh, since Sirianni took over. And so, like, hopefully there's an upgrade there. But there are 32 teams in the league, and I don't know if anybody else is sitting here today going, I mean, like, punter. It'd be nice to have Saquon Barkley, but we don't. And we haven't, and we haven't needed one. Um, and then, like, the linebacker stuff – it's just the way that Sean decides defense is going to work. I don't think you're going to get killed by poor linebacker play. Um, I just be really nice if Patrick Queen or something like that was on this roster. That's for sure. Yeah. And so it's just something to keep an eye on. Like we said at the top, there's probably still some changes and some casualties that are going to come. We got to know who's on the practice squad as we bring some people back. Trey Sermon could be on that other wide receiver options I'm sure will be on there maybe they bring back some linebacking options who want to be on this practice squad as well but 
Tyson, that's going to do it for us here today as we dissected who's on this 53-man roster, who got cut as we get ready for week one in the NFL against the New England Patriots up in Gillette Stadium as they are having a ceremony for Tom Brady. What do you think? What do you think? Early thoughts there. You think it's going to be jacked up? They better be. It better be because it's, I mean, BG's getting one. Filthy. You've been listening to Filthy, a Philadelphia Eagles podcast. We'll be back with another edition coming soon. Until then, guys, peace.